0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Gensita Unfiltered. release new music again. Have you heard her new song? Ready For It? Well, Ready For It is an official single. It debuted at number four on the Hot AC chart. Okay, does that not remind you? Standing front row at a concert and all you hear is just the bass in your ear comes like... That's what it reminds me of. So, what do we think of the song? I mean, I wrote a big article about it, Taylor Swift liked it on Tumblr, and then there was all these articles from Team Vogue, Marie Claire, Buzzfeed, everyone saying, oh, Taylor Swift liked this fan theory proving that it's about her boyfriend. Okay, first of all, Taylor Swift liking something does not mean she's confirming it. She likes stuff all the time. And most of the time, she's just trolling us. Now, I'm not trying to say that she doesn't think that it's true. I just think that her liking something doesn't equal confirmation. And that's been proven time and time again, where, you know, she's liked something about somebody said something about the tour, you know, previous tours or previous songs, and stuff that hasn't happened. I mean, liking something just means, hey, you think that's funny, or you think, hey, that's a good thought, or, that's, that's pretty smart, you know, most of that is spot on. But anyways, for everyone who thinks this song is about Harry Styles, and how can you not see this song is about Harry? She says ghost in it so clearly it's about Harry Styles. Y'all, she wrote this song a while ago, you know? Like, no, it's not about Harry. She didn't write it five years ago, like when she was dating Harry Styles. Like, let's be logical here. Why would Taylor Swift release a song in 2017 talking about this great love that she has, how no other lovers compare to it, now she's forgotten all their names. Why would she release a song about an ex-boyfriend from five years ago when she's in a 10-month, at least 10-month relationship right now? That doesn't make any sense to me. Does that make sense to anyone else? oh she said this she said he's the youngest no first of all harry styles is not taylor swift's youngest ex connor kennedy are we forgetting about him here because if you're going to take that line and say that clearly means it's about harry styles you gotta think nope that's not going to be that connor kennedy then yep it's about him hmm she said it herself the youngest ex And she didn't say the youngest ex, she just said younger than all my exes, but that doesn't mean every single one, so, yeah. Anyways, for the full analysis, go to VarietyBeat.com. I'll also post the link for you to see in the description box below. So let's just talk a little bit about my article. It's right here on my website, VarietyBeat. And I just broke it down line by line. And this is for anyone who maybe doesn't like reading or who just likes to listen to things and who's also subscribed to my iTunes podcast, Density to Unfiltered. You can get all these episodes straight on your phone. All right, so she talks about, in the beginning, she says, knew he was a killer, first time that I saw him. And some are saying like, oh, Harry Styles was in this movie where he plays like a war person. Come on. This song was probably written before that. I mean, it was written before the movie was released, first of all. Second of all, Killer, she's not saying like, knew he was a killer first time that I saw him. She first saw him like six years ago. You really think that she could have predicted that in 2017 he would be in a movie where he played like a war person? That doesn't make sense either. So anyways, but Killer just means like, Oh, he's a killer like you know he's good looking that's what i think it could possibly mean i don't know just me so like good looking he was good looking so she first saw him last year as early as october it's september now so almost a year and then it says wonder how many girls he had left he had loved and left haunted, but if he's a ghost, then I can be a phantom holding him for ransom. So everyone's trying to take that line ghost as in Harry Styles songs, two ghosts or whatever, that's believed to be about Taylor Swift. But here, a ghost just means like someone who doesn't have like a complete like soul inside of them. You know, like, and that's kind of like what a phantom is too. And so she's basically saying that If he's loved all these girls and he's left them haunted, maybe he's had his fair share of heartbreak, too. And I mean, I know from personal experience that when somebody has been, like, truly heartbroken, they can just be sort of dead inside. And it takes somebody remarkable to, like, bring them back to have feelings and emotions again, you know? And so that's kind of just what that means, is like, you're just like a ghost, a phantom of a human being. Like you don't really have a soul anymore. Not that you're a horrible person by any means. You can be a completely great person, but you're sort of incapable of like loving again. And so that to me is what that line was more representing. Okay, so then she goes on and says, some, some boys are trying too hard. He don't try at all though, younger than my exes, but he acts like such a man, so. Like how cute. First of all, it takes men a while to grow up, as you can see by some of her exes. They're 36, 33, still acting immature. But she's saying, like, even though he's he's younger than, you know, some like Calvin Harris who throws Twitter tantrums, he doesn't act like he's younger, you know, he acts responsible. and. He acts like a gentleman, you know, and he doesn't have to try to impress her with, like, lavish gifts and all. He just has to be himself, and that's the sweetest kind of love there is. So then she says, I see nothing better. I keep him forever like a vendetta. And so here, I just sort of basically said that, you know you don't really know what true love is when you're you're young you think you are in love maybe when you're in high school but the thing is that's all you know about love but when you grow up not grow up but get older you realize how much effort it takes to sort of like work in a relationship where you don't just see a person out of convenience like When you're best friends with people in high school, or in a relationship in high school, you see them every day. You know, you're in classes together, or you're in the same location, but when you go to different colleges, you find out how hard it is to like, keep up with some of those people, because now you might be in different states, or you're definitely at different schools, and you don't see those people anymore. So it's harder to work on your relationship and make it last, and then you realize, the obstacles and how much you know you have to truly overcome to make a relationship last. And so it's not just like convenience. It's like love just means so much more, you know, when you've been through more life experience. And then the whole part about a vendetta is like basically Vendettas are something that kind of, like, don't go away, you know, when you have, like, a revenge against somebody, you know, if, say, you kill somebody because they killed someone in your family, and then that family's gonna revenge your death, but then they killed someone else, and now this other person has to come in revenge, so it's like it's never-ending, it's a never-ending thing, so she's basically saying, like, this love is never-ending, so why would this song be about someone other than this current great relationship? Just saying. Okay, so then she says, I see this is gonna go, I see how this is gonna go, touch me and you'll never be alone. And that line, for me, is basically kind of about saying how once he's with her, once he's seen around her, being with her, linked with her, he is gonna be in the limelight. You know, she's constantly photographed, she's constantly in the media, and now that's how he's gonna be. So once, you know, they come out and the media found out about them, they're writing all these articles and stuff. So it's like, touch me and you'll never be alone because now you're gonna be photographed. Now you're gonna be in the limelight. Like before, you know, people would have not, you know, made such a big deal about you. But you're dating Taylor Swift, you're gonna be on this whole entirely new level of fame. Okay, so now the next line talks about island breeze and lights down low, no one has to know. Now a lot of people think this song this line in this song has to do with how her and harry styles had this vacation together and he left her They went to some tropical island did we not forget that she left on a boat separately and he stayed back with his friends like they broke up that is not going to be in this great romantic song about love like that was a sad moment in time just think like oh island breeze lights down low they're talking about having sex together and i just taylor swift is a very symbolic writer people are taking her lines way too literally like you have to really read into them because that's who she she's all about the hidden meanings she's totally about that so for me again not an authority or know everything about taylor swift or what she's writing or what she means to write but this is my interpretation of the song Which is, you know, why you're watching Gen C Doug Filter, in my opinion. So I basically think that here she's talking about being secluded. Like an island is secluded. When you're on an island you're kinda separate from the mainland, you have to take a while to get there, and lights down low is like kind of like on the down low. So for me I kind of interpreted this line as just being like she's no longer gonna be like front center of the media anymore. And if you've noticed, lately we haven't gotten any candidates of her in a very long time, probably this entire year. There are no pictures of her and Joe together unless you want to count them hiding behind an umbrella with hoodies up, can't even see their faces or anything. She's not giving the media anything to write about, only her songs. And this is her song, so this is what we have to talk about. So I just feel like that's very symbolic of just saying like, now we're just going to keep to ourselves. We're not going to let people know about our relationship. We're going to try to get to know each other in the least amount of public view as possible. And, you know, we're going to keep things on the down low. That's how I interpreted it, so interpret it how you will. So then it comes to the chorus and it says, In the middle of the night, in my dreams, you should see the things we do in the middle of the night in my dreams, I know I'm gonna be with you, so I take my time. Again, people also think, oh, now she's having sex dreams, you should see the things we do in my dreams. And I don't really think that's what that means, only because, again, of the next line, it says, I know I'm gonna be with you, so I take my time. And for me, dreams are all about like, you know, you have a dream, you wanna you know, achieve that, you want that to happen someday. And so for me, I think her dreams are just, a lot more picturing the future like possible marriage you know maybe maybe not maybe you know a five-year relationship goal mark who knows you know but i that's what i think the dreaming means it's just not sex related but just you know things that they want out of life together and that's why it says I know I'm gonna be with you, so I take my time. There's no need to rush anything, you know? Just take things slow, really, truly get to know each other. And I think that those are beautiful lines. Like, that's a really wonderful thing to say to someone. So, I I don't know. Everyone wants to think that Taylor Swift is writing about sex all the time now, lately. And like, yeah, some of her songs on the last albums have definitely been about sex, but I just don't think there is a lot of sex in this song. But, you know, I could be completely wrong. That's my take on it. So then she asks, are you ready for it? And here, which follows the whole theme of this song that I've been talking about, is are you ready for the limelight? Are you ready for what comes with dating me? You know, Taylor Swift, that is. Like, are you ready for the fame? Are you ready to constantly be photographed, be talked about, be asked questions about me? Are you ready for it? And so then she goes on to say, "Me, I was a robber first time that he saw me. So now she's talking about herself. Now, if you're going to take the killer line seriously, you better take this robber line seriously. You better think that she's actually saying she's a robber, she's a thief, she goes around stealing things, but no. She says stealing hearts and running off and never saying sorry. So here she's talking about how he didn't know her before, obviously, they met, so all he had to go off was the media version of her. And the media version of her is Taylor Swift is a hungry man, dating person. like She goes around and she dates someone for three months and dumps them so she can have new song material. And so that's how he perceived her, probably, the first time. That's how she was. So then she says, but if I'm a thief, then he can join the heist. So she's saying, you know, if that's true, then he can come join her because the reward is their love. That's the heist, their love. And then she says, and we'll move to an island and he can be my jailer. Now, do you really think here, literal people who thinking these words are exactly what she means, you think Taylor Swift's gonna go move to an island and he can like enclose her and be a jailer? Cause that's, that's what this song says, right? No, again, she's a figurative, speaker so she's saying we can go be away from society we don't have to be in the limelight we can just go away and you can be my protector you know you're all I need so that's what that I think means then she says Burton to this Taylor so Elizabeth Taylor was married to Richard Burton so that's why she said Burton to this Taylor like not Elizabeth Taylor but this Taylor and you know they had this great love affair, Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor, over the span of a decade, where they even married each other twice, and their
1: marriage
0: and their relationship was this media frenzy, it was everywhere in the media, and it sort of like, it sort of took over like what they actually were about, you know, which was her acting and like his filmmaking and all this other kind of stuff, and so, And that's kind of what happens to Taylor is her relationships in the media kind of take precedence over, like, her music and her career sometimes. And so that's why she's wanting the music to just speak for herself. And she's not giving the media any part of her dating life anymore. So then she goes on to say, every love I've known in comparison is a failure. I forget their names now. She forgot Harry's name, y'all. You need to move on. Taylor fans. I'm so very tame now, never be the same now. Again, she's talking about right now. This isn't a song from five years ago. She's talking about now She's she knows. She's learned her lesson. She's been around eight other times. She is going to approach this relationship so differently and we've already seen that. We have no pictures of them. We haven't seen them out and about flaunting their relationship. They're being private. They're taking things slowly. And so that's her being tame, and she's not the same as she was. So then it goes back into the chorus, and then the only other lines that's new is, let the games begin. And so I think that's her way of saying, let's go, let's start this thing, you know? Let the media start their games with their headlines and whatever, and they're going to do their own thing, so. This song is just like a kick in the face to the media, really. So, who else thinks that Taylor Swift is going to open the Reputation tour with Ready For It? With that, just that bass dropping. Boom, boom, boom. Are you ready for it? And then the concert starts. So, Are You Ready For It? Reputation, out, November 10th. Go get it.